Welcome to Take Me With You. I'm Ryan. And I'm Cheryl. And this is not Take Me With You. Wait, what? Uh, I mean, okay, it's it's like on the Take Me With You feed. But Ryan, remember, we started a new podcast called I Slept Through Science, and we're playing the trailer for our listeners today. Right. I do remember that. Yeah, yes. we spent a lot of time on our new podcast. Yes. And I'm very excited for people to finally hear something about it. <gasps> I know. I hope you guys really enjoy it. This is a short and sweet, uh, just kind of like intro to like why we're starting this new podcast. What's mm -hmm. the deal with it? So it's already going to explain itself. So we don't need to do it again here. But it is also live on the new I Slept Through Science feed. So go subscribe right now to that new podcast and enjoy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode will tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Cheryl, what are we doing here today? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about doing this podcast and here we are in episode one. And I'm so excited about this. <laughs> well, we should probably talk a little bit about what the thought is behind this podcast. Did you really sleep through science class? No. The only time I ever slept in school was when I was in high school and our band director would give us some times where he would let us like just have a little power nap because he was like teenagers it's been shown they're not supposed to be up this early like their <laughs> prime sleep hours are these things and it was first period band and so he'd be like i'm gonna turn off the lights take a power nap and then we'll get going other than that oh, nice i never slept in school i never wanted to get in trouble um yeah but do i remember anything from science class i remember in eighth grade that my science teacher was british and had a really oh. fun accent and i there was a moment when he was lecturing about like how quickly things dissolved and okay. i remember him saying if you divide this sugar cube in half it will dissolve faster and i think okay. i remember that fact because i would quote like oh Science is interesting because he has a fun accent. And then I would quote him because I remember him being very passionate when he mm -hmm. said that. Okay. So I remember that, that things okay. dissolve faster if they're divided in half. Yes, that is a true <laughs> statement. There's more to it than that, but that is a true statement. <laughs> Maybe we should add that one to our list. So I did not really sleep through science, but are you really a science teacher? Yes, I am really a science teacher. I have been a science teacher, oh gosh, I don't know, 14 years, 15 years, something like that. That's so cool. Yeah. So like I'm legitimately a science teacher and I pretend like I know what I'm doing. That's an important part of teaching. It's, it's integral to teaching is pretending yeah. like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Although I also think the older you get, the more that's just life in general is that you yes. pretend like you know yes. what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. then eventually you convince yourself that you do, even though you don't. Yes. Yeah. That, yep. There we go. Solved it. <laughs> um, so what grades and subjects have you taught? 
I have taught from eighth grade up through 12th grade. I started at the junior high level. I did eighth and ninth grade and then moved up to the high school. And I've taught integrated science when I was teaching at the junior high. So that means I taught uh, like about a third of the year was a physical science and like that's physics and chemistry. About a third of the year was earth and space science. And then about a third of the year was life science. So I've done that. I did for the bulk of my teaching career, I taught physical science, which again is kind of a a combination of physics and chemistry, some earth science, some astronomy, some of that all wrapped in together. And then currently I'm teaching biology and a couple of astronomy electives that I created because astronomy is kind of my favorite science. That's so cool. I think of you as an astronomy teacher and always have to be careful to not say astrology teacher. <laughs> I appreciate that. That would be very different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I used to work at a camp. Right. And for several years in a row, we hosted you and like 90 students mm -hmm. when you arrived at like, I don't know, 2 a.m. I don't know what time you arrived because <laughs> I was in bed. Yep. And you guys had done a field trip to an observatory. Yep. I want to say. And, yeah. In Goldendale in Eastern Washington. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. And so it's like, oh yeah, Ryan's an astronomy teacher because of that yep. trip. Yep. And I am. And actually, because my, I actually teach more astronomy classes during the day than I do biology classes now, oh, which is cool. awesome. Uh, I mean, I enjoy teaching biology also. I would say biology is my first love science. When I first recognized that I really enjoyed and loved science was my seventh grade life science class, which is biology. And so that's when I first kind of fell in love with science. But over time, I found that even though I still really enjoy biology, astronomy is what I'm the most fascinated by now and what I'm the most interested in. And I've also found that in general, just people out in the world tend to be fascinated by astronomy. Whereas mm. not it's it's more inconsistent where people are interested in physics or biology or chemistry or earth science. And there's things that I think everybody can find interesting about them, but astronomy seems to be something that it's pretty easy to find people who are interested. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 So if I'm a Taurus, what does that mean about my love of adventure? It means that you're believing lies. That's what oh, it okay. means. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. <laughs> because where the sun is when you're born has nothing to do with your personality. <laughs> we can do a whole episode just on that. At some there point we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can debunk that. Um, I just remembered another thing I learned in science class. I think oh, yeah. most of what I remember from science classes are things that made me laugh. So there's a hot That's tip. That makes you. sense. Yep. Um, <laughs> is in college, I had some sort of science class and the teacher was talking about like if a larger object hits a smaller object, specifically he was using cars as an example, uh -huh. that more damage would be done to the smaller one 
yep. than to the bigger one. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, so if you're going to hit something, hit a person because it will do the least damage to your car. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, there you go. It's stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I refuse to hit other cars when I get in accidents. You yeah. only hit other people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was really good advice. Yeah. yeah On the flip side, he said, if you hit something like a telephone pole, it would do a ton of damage because that won't move at all. Right. Right. Is that why? Yep. Apparently there's a lot we need to talk about on this <laughs> podcast. Well, it's a good thing we've got the podcast then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So why are we doing this podcast, Ryan? Well, because you said that you essentially slept through science. You didn't actually sleep through science, but you don't remember as if you were awake through most of science, Mm -hmm. but you keep running into these things that are science related that you have questions about. And I love answering science questions because I think science is amazing and super fascinating. And we realized that we could probably make a podcast where you ask science questions and I do my best to answer them. Yeah. And we should say we already have a podcast. We we are currently podcast partners. And so I think that makes this a little easier for us, you know, just tack on another one. And (laughs) our podcast is about travel our other podcast and one of the things that has come up is that there are times when I don't know things about geography about people groups or nations and I end up asking kind of stupid questions and I'm willing to ask the stupid questions because I know I know we have to have listeners who also don't know the answers. Yes. And oftentimes I don't know the answers to some of the questions that you're asking too. Because I don't know a lot about history or geography necessarily. Although there have been some of those questions that you've asked that I've been a little surprised by. (laughs) Yes. And so this feels similar where there are things where I will probably sound stupid and I'll be like, oh gosh, Cheryl, you didn't know that. But I'm willing to ask these stupid questions because I think, well, I want to learn, Yep. you know, and um, I hope that we have listeners who have been wondering the same things or didn't know what they didn't know. And so they get to learn cool things about science too. Yeah. And one of the things for me as a science teacher and science educator is oftentimes people are afraid about, of having a stupid question, like you described it when really a lot of people have that exact same question. Mm. And so the fact that you have the courage to ask those questions, I think is gonna, it means that you will actually understand more and appreciate the world more because you're willing to ask those questions. And most of the time, those questions that we feel like are stupid questions aren't actually stupid questions. And there are really good reasons why we don't know those things or why we misunderstand something. So I'm brave. You are. That's exactly right. (laughs) Well, and it's so interesting. I feel like education is wasted on the young. It is. It's because there are so many things in school that I felt like I will never use this in my real life. Yep. So why learn it? And it felt like that was the only point of learning anything was if I directly needed it in a job. Um, Mm. And that's assuming for a young person, that's assuming that you know what your job is going to be. 
Yep. When you're older, I've had several career changes, so who knows what I'll need to know in the yeah, future. That's true. But that's also assuming that if there's not like a direct need for that knowledge, that it's not valuable, that mm-hmm. it doesn't help you become a more well-rounded person yep. or I, it's just interesting. I love when other people know facts and just share concepts and things they know with me. I love it. And so yeah. I think now as an adult, I feel like there's so much more education that I want. And yep. so, and yet it's harder to do get. it. Yeah. It takes mm-hmm. more effort, time, money, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my brain is not the sponge <laughs> that it once was clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at isleptthroughscience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. <laughs>